To close it now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Hey, 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 welcome back to Close It Now, your home for all things HVAC sales related and in-home sales. It doesn't have to even be HVAC. We have people all over the world who sell uh, solar systems, who sell alarm systems, California closets, sell cars for that matter. It doesn't matter. The philosophy is the same, especially today's topic. Today's topic is a fun one. What do you do when someone says, hey, I'm going to get three bid uh, right up front? First of all, we're going to cover the difference of when they say that, because it can mean two completely different things if they tell you at the beginning they're going to get three bids, and then at the end they're going to get three bids. Today's topic is what do you do when they say it right up front. So stick around. It's going to be a good one. And as, as far as everything else goes, welcome back, and welcome me back. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 2020 was a hell of a year for so many people, myself included. It's been wild. It's been the best year of my life and some of the craziest year of my life at the same time. I had to, of course, through life, take a a little bit of a break with the podcast. So I am back. We're going to got lots more podcasts in the queue. The topics have changed a little bit because the state of our country has changed a little bit. Uh, I'm recording this right now in the middle of January 2021, raise your hand if you are happy to be past that dumpster fire of the year of 2020. But again, at the same time, like I was saying a minute ago, we've been given the gift of time with 2020. What did you do with it? Did you use it to get in better shape or worse shape physically? Did you build muscle or lose muscle? Did you use it to learn something new, to sharpen your skills, or did you use it to just sit around? What did you use your time to do? And if you chose the, the latter, if you you know if you didn't improve with it, that's okay. No guilt, no shame here. Now is the time to start. Now is the time to move forward with 
uh, improvement in your life. So welcome to Drive Time University. I am driving as always, so I, I know you're driving with me. Use that windshield time. Now is the time to improve yourself. When you do in-home sales, when you're out there crushing it every single day, crushing the goals, you get the time to better yourself. They say in a career of uh, being a service technician or a career of doing a, you know, like a 15-year career doing outside sales, if you use your drive time to learn, to podcast, to listen to books, audiobooks are the way to go, all those things, you get the equivalent of three PhDs uh, just from using your drive time to better yourself and not just zone out with music or something. So use that. This is Drive Time University. Let's make a difference. So first of all, let's jump into the topic today. Let's talk about when the customer says, hey, I just want you to know I'm getting three bids or five bids or however many bids it is. It doesn't matter. First of all, let's break apart the difference if they say that at the beginning or the end of the appointment. What is the difference? Well, if it comes up at the end, this that actually is a whole lot stronger meaning to it than if they say it at the beginning. At the end, there's a good chance that they are actually getting multiple bids. They've got they've called other people, uh, that kind of thing. We handle that completely differently than if we do if they say that at the very beginning of the appointment. Now, when they say it at the beginning of the appointment, uh, the beginning of the appointment, <laughs> if I could talk today, then that is a smokescreen. That means when they, when they tell you things up front, like have you ever walked up to a house and the customer says, okay, I just want you to know, I'm just going to repair today. I'm just here to see my options. How many times does that turn out to be that person that was ready and you leave there and they bought the biggest, baddest system or the biggest, baddest thing that you offer because they told you that up front? Absolutely. All the time. That's a smokescreen. So more for them than you. If you're inexperienced, you recognize, you start to take them at their word and say, okay, they're just going to repair today. But if you've got a little bit of experience under your belt, or if you listen to this podcast and take my words to heart, when they tell you that up front, that means they are ready to buy. Get excited. Give your rock star presentation because you're leaving with a signature. Same thing if the very first you hear. Now, I want you to know we're getting three bids. It's almost like it's reverse psychology, and they're convincing themselves because but basically at that point, it's yours to lose. If they tell you that right up front, it's your project or your, you know, your sale to lose. So that's the thing. But here's the, here's how to handle it. And it's so simple. And it's one of those things that you know, we forget about uh, just getting the customer to admit things. There is power in, in having a nice, kind of a basically a nice chill conversation with the homeowner and getting to them to admit things. We forget that that's a, uh, that's a tool in our toolbox. In fact, a lot of times, uh, if you're going along in a project and you, you need the client to see something or to uh, be aware of something, you can even use the words and just say, okay, would you, and use it obviously always as a question. Anytime you can say things, say it as a question and do it like this. Say, you know, here's a good example. Be like, uh, would you admit that this option makes more sense for you and your family than this option? And just ask them, would you admit that? You know, okay, yeah. 
we admit that. Would you, or even better, would, would you agree that based on what you said earlier, that this option seems to be a better fit for your family than this option here? That's, a, that's kind of a good generic example of how to, use, how to turn that into a question and how to use it in a way that you're getting the client's mind to open up to the idea that one option is better than the other. And, and obviously, you, you don't always have to make it the more expensive option, but in most cases, it probably is if you're using it in that kind of context. A good example would be you know, maybe a modulating variable speed system versus like a two-stage system. If the, you know, if the system has humidity control, if you're in a humid climate and the, the system has humidity control versus a system that doesn't have near as good a humidity control. And in your discovery phase with the homeowner, you figured out that, yeah, they suffer from those hot, humid moments at night and they suffer from, maybe they've got a grand piano in the house and, you know, you've talked to them about how the temp, the humidity swings are not good for their investment of their piano. And I'm just throwing ideas out of reasons why humidity control is important. But then when it comes time to present, that's when you ask them, okay, based on what we talked about earlier, when you said you didn't like it when, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and it's hot and it's muggy and it's gross, but then you go to the thermostat to change the temperature and it's exactly where you have it set. But remember when we talked about this model, we'll control that where this one won't. You're going to have much of the same experience. Would you agree that the model that controls the humidity is a much better fit for you and your family to accomplish the goal of controlling that humidity where this one isn't. So getting them to agree to that is kind of a soft close, but more importantly, it's getting them to be open to the idea that, yeah, that really is the better fit. So with the same philosophy, and, and let me check in with you guys. Is this making sense? Raise your hand if this makes sense. Get them to, and we're just opening their mind. This is a agreement conversation here. So when at the beginning of the appointment, the homeowner or the client says something like, you know, maybe you're in your introduction and, and you're going into your agenda and they're like, oh, hey, I just want to want you to know, of course. And, and how many times they always say, in full disclosure, I, I want to be honest with you, we're going to be getting three bids. Well, of course you're going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to be honest with me uh, and, and admit, go with it. Say, oh, absolutely. Please be honest with me. And that's when you come back with, well, good. I'm going to be honest with you also. <laughs> Make it fun. Clients love it when you come right back with them with exactly what they said. So when they have those moments of like, now I'm going to be honest with you, I'm getting uh, three other bids or five other bids, however many it is. And that's when you're like, okay, well, great. Well, I'm going to be honest with you today too. And, and let that sink in for a minute. Say that and, and pause. Let it rest. Let it hit them. And so the, and you'll, they'll usually laugh, but there's one of those moments of realization that, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. This, or this girl knows what she's doing. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you too. So you're calling them out on there. You know, it's kind of a bluff that you're calling them on. The way we handle that multi-bid expression up front is like this. First of all, you have to give the power back to them. You have to 
basically give them the perceived control. That's when if they say, hey, okay, I just want to be honest with you. I'm getting three bits. <laughs> That's when you're like, okay, well, I'm going to be honest with you too. Ha, ha, ha. Right? So, but of course, of course you're going to get other bits. And of course, it's got to make sense for you, right? Or you're not going to do anything. Absolutely. And you're nodding and you're, you're, you know, your eyebrows are up. And get them to admit that, of course, if it doesn't make sense, they're not going to do anything. Absolutely. And here's the key question. Ask them this question in just this way, using these exact words. Because what we're doing is getting them to admit what they're trying to... As soon as you get there, they're trying to disqualify you or give you the perception that they're disqualifying you from the project from the beginning when they don't know anything about you or your company. But what the way to do the opposite to get right back in there is like this. Ask them this question. So, and you said you start it with, of course, it's got to make sense or you're not, it's got to make sense for you or you're not going to do anything right. If it doesn't make sense for us, obviously it's not going to be a project. Then you ask them, but would you agree that maybe, quite possibly, we might be the company you've been looking for? Would you agree that just quite possibly, we might be the company and the solution you've been looking for? And wait, force an answer. Ask that question and wait as long as it takes. And then they will admit, oh, well, you know, yeah. You know, of course, you're, you're here or I wouldn't have called you to start with. Because what happened in that interaction is at the beginning, they know they called you. We know they called you. you it's like, you called me. Why am I here? But instead of getting confrontational and asking, why am I here? If you called me, why did you just tell me that to tell me you don't want me? And this is that chess game. This is the chess match we talk about so often. This is such a fun one. It's so easy to do. But you walk in the door and they're instantly trying to tell us, and well, I want you to know, I'm going to be honest, I'm getting other bids. They're trying to express the fact that, well, you're in the running, but you're in the running, but right. What comes after the, but you're in the running, but it feels like they're disqualifying us from the get go. But what this question does, it opens that back up and it puts us right back where we need to be in the place of power, in the place of control of the appointment, we're in the place of control of the conversation. When we're just like, it, first of all, admit it, you know, so oh, yeah, absolutely. I understand. If it doesn't make sense for you, you're not going to do anything, right? Great. Well, you called us, so would you admit that we might just quite possibly be the solution and the company you've been looking for? And once we do that, it puts us right back in control of the appointment, right back in control of the conversation. And wait for that, wait for them to answer. They have to agree to that fact because it is a fact. They did call us. You made the running or they wouldn't have called you to start with. So get once you get them to agree to that, then just buzz right back into your system. Buzz right back into your normal pattern of operation, your normal sequence. And that's all that you need to do to address it at that point. But we've got to get them to admit that. And, and that's such a powerful conversation. And what we did right, just right there is open the, their, their mind tried to snap shut on us, but we opened it right back up. And when you combine that 
with the rest moving forward with the three pillars of conversation that we talk about in permission-based selling of the asking permission, give the data and check in. When you combine that alongside this, you're it's wide open. You are the forerunner of the race that they've admitted that, yeah, you might just quite possibly be the solution and the company they've been looking for. And then you can build on that for the rest of the appointment. And at the end, ask for the sale, close it down, get the deal, make the sale, make the money. You got to close it now. So that's, that's the topic for the day. When they say up front, hey, we're just getting three bids, give the power back and then ask them, ask them to agree with you. When you ask for agreement, it's a very powerful thing in psychology. It's a very powerful thing in sales. So I hope this was beneficial to you. Hope this was uh, brought you some value today. I want to give a huge shout out to all of the, everyone who listens around the world. Sorry, it's been a delay, but I am back. We're doing some amazing things this year. I've got some big ideas. We're working on some projects for the coaching program. If you'd like to hear more about the coaching program, you can message, shoot me an email at sam at closeitnow.net. It's S-A-M at closeitnow.net. Join the Facebook group. I'm going to be doing a lot of live videos. I've got a couple topics in there that I'm fixing to do some live videos and answer some questions. going to do some live Q&A, a whole lot more live Q&A this year. We started a a series this last year in 2020 of Q&A Friday and going to continue that this year. It's just going to be 2021 is your year. If you haven't realized it yet, because of COVID, what that did for us, because of the coronavirus, there's so much pent up installation that didn't happen because people were scared to have you to their house. Systems that should have broken. Systems that did break. There are literally thousands and thousands of people sitting at home right now with a dead system that does not work. Heating, cooling, none of it works because they were apprehensive or scared or afraid to have anybody to their house because of this coronavirus. Now, what does that mean? That means in 2021, there is a surplus or extra extra equipment waiting to be installed. This is going to be an insanely busy year. If you are prepared, you will dominate your market. There is no reason you cannot be the top performer in your town, in your company, in your state for that matter. Get ready. This is going to be the one of the wildest, craziest years as far as replacement that you've ever seen. So that's my message today. Ask that permission. Ask for agreement. And you can use that concept in lots of other things. That was just one example. Use that concept. Ask for agreement. When you get agreement, that's a bond. That's a people that their word is their bond. That's what that is. You're forming a bond with them. And moving forward, this every time you do that throughout the visit, it'll strengthen stronger and stronger, and it'll be a natural progression right to the close, right to the deal. So anyway, Sam Wakefield here with Close It Now. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you again soon. Go save the world one heat stroke at a time. Go save the world one frostbite at a time. Make a difference on this planet. 
Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.